All right, Dragons, welcome back to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. We are wrapping up our best of 2017 with our good nerdy friend Morgan. So she is back again. I hope you all enjoyed last week's episode. This week we are talking about the best of 2017's podcasts, comics, and books. So very excited to jump into those. We are going to start things off with a couple that we forgot about last week. But anyways... Should be good. Stay tuned. Work out, nerd out. In the basement, rolling dice. Rolling dice. I'm a wizard. wizard. When we play, we do it right. Candles flicker. Fighting dragons in my mind. In my mind. Just for kicks. DM says you're gonna die. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. And we are back, Morgan. Hi, how are you? Welcome back. Thanks. I'm well. How are you? I'm pretty freaking phenomenal. That's good. Like, 2017's wrapping up. It is New Year's Eve. Should be a good time. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so, you uh, informed me this past week that you forgot to mention something on the podcast last week for yeah. Best TV Show. I cannot believe I forgot this. Okay. What did you forget? Star Trek Generation. Or no, Star Trek <laughs> Discovery. You, f- it, it was so good, you forgot <laughs> the, the name. name. Um, well done. Well done. <laughs> no, because uh, that was something my roommate and I did together. We watched, we watched Star Trek, um, and I've been enjoying it. One, they have so much money. Like, the production value is amazing. But, oh, yeah? Um, I just have been enjoying the story. So, well, wonderful. Um, and... Uh, Jason Isaacs, isn't it? Right? And everybody loves a good and, Malfoy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I do love Harry Potter, too. But he's great, and um, I like the woman playing the main character, Michael Burnham. I don't remember the actress's name. Um, and there's um, a character that is autistic, I think, and she's like, and that's nice to see on the screen, too. Um, and there's a guy who's in Rent, isn't it? Which guy? Um, he, rent the movie, rent the show. He was in both. Oh, right. Um, it's not Adam Pascal, whatever. It's the other guy. The one who's the um, photographer? Or some, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. He's in it. Yeah, anyway, it's it's been really fun to watch that. Um, yeah. So. Well, excellent. And I think you forgot something, too, right? I did forget something. I forgot. I don't know if this would break into my top five, though. Well, what is it? It is John Wick 2. Oh. I love Keanu. Everyone loves Keanu. Keanu's amazing. He is. Uh, And John Wick 2 was a great... A great sequel to John Wick. And, spoiler alert, it's better than John Wick because in John Wick 2, the dog lives. Which is always wonderful. Yes. Now... Uh, what I will say, yeah, I don't know if John Wick Chapter 2 breaks into my top five, but it's definitely there, and I'm really looking forward to the sequel. Um, I have a confession. What? I haven't seen John Wick 2, which is a problem. I really wanted to see it. I just haven't done it yet. Well, the good news is, is I own a digital copy, so yay! Pretty much everything you could ever want to watch, I own. So you're welcome. You can borrow it. Awesome. I don't know how you borrow digital stuff, but, (laughs) you know, whatever. Anyways, moving on to... Did we both do podcasts? Yeah. Okay, we both did podcasts. Then let's go ahead and start with podcasts. Okay. 
So start with your number five. Okay, so I kind of, um, uh, this one's a little broad for me because most of the podcasts I listen to are like criminal, like things like serial, um, stuff like that. But a uh, podcast that I have been um, geeking out about uh, are the History Chicks. I'm going to start with that one as my number five um, because I love them. They're just great ladies who sit down and talk for like an hour or so about women in history, um, which you don't hear about that often. <gasps> Wonder why. <laughs> so um, I've learned a lot of great stuff about a lot of great women that I didn't know about before. And I really appreciate what they do. Um, there's just two women also um, who just kind of were like, they didn't know each other except for through like the internet somehow. And they just were like, we're going to do a podcast together on women in history. So they like, go to the library, they do tons of research, and then they um, get together and just talk. It's great. That's awesome. That's how most podcasts work. Yeah. It's great. I'm a big fan. Uh, Not a new podcast, nor is it new to me in 2017, but a podcast that I have very much enjoyed more so than other years is the Savage Lovecast with Dan Savage. And that's just him giving out really awesome dating advice and relationship advice that I often agree with. And then the times I disagree with him, I shout at my uh, speakers. And it's wonderful. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got on Savage Lovecast. <laughs> it's, it's like most of my choices. I tried to stay away from my friends' podcasts <laughs> because as much as I do love them and they are some of my favorite ones... Uh, I don't know. I tried to be more. Oh, I got a friend's podcast on here. Oh, so do I. I think we have the same one. (laughs) Probably. Probably. We'll get there. Also, um, I want to say, uh, History Chicks is not new in 2017 either. Yeah. Um, They've been around for a while. All right. What's your number four? Uh, number four. Um, actually I picked a specific episode of a podcast for this one. Okay. Um, which is very specific, but... Um, it is the Tom Hanks episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, the NPR News Quiz, which apparently you didn't know what that was until I no, told you about no it a few days ago. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, anyway, I, um, I love NPR and Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me was my gateway drug to NPR. So, um, I love it. And then Tom Hanks hosted, um, the show. So normally it's Peter Sagal. And he was so awesome. Like, he was so excited. He was having so much fun with it. And I was like, this is so great. It made me love Tom Hanks even more. Um, and that was even after he'd done the Carly Rae Jepsen music video. So I just, you know. What's just, not to like about Tom Hanks? Nothing. He, he He's America's sweetheart. He really is. His social media is really funny. He takes pictures of, like, a, a lone shoe or mitten, and it's like, where's the other one? Or stuff like that. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> anyway, what's your four? My number four is new to me in 2017 is the West Wing Weekly, oh, which is a West Wing. Wing recap podcast by two of the stars of the West Wing, and I just started watching the West Wing. Who's? I don't know. You don't you don't know who the people who are no oh. I haven't watched the West Wing in a while. But who are the hosts? I also haven't listened to it in a while because <laughs> I, I, I listen to it as I watch the episodes. Oh. So I can't remember for the life of me. Okay. 
It's kind of like a, a Gilmore guys, yes. uh, but for the West Wing. Yes, and it's pretty incredible because these guys, they'll have Martin Sheen on, Scorsese, not Scorsese, I'm sorry, Sorkin, um, Bradley Whitford. <laughs> yeah, they'll just get Martin Scorsese on the podcast <laughs> talking about the West Wing. Uh, but no, it's really fun, it's super entertaining, and I'm really excited for the West Wing weekly, because while everybody else is living in a Trump world, I live in a Bartlett world. Yes, Bartlett. Oh. Um, after the election, I went back and, and watched the first four really? seasons of West Wing to just, like, I don't know, Deep. center myself and feel a little better. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually got an opportunity to tell that same joke to Bradley Whitford, and he appreciated it. Oh, he's, like, he's like, you get to live in a Trump world. I get to live in a Bartlett world. <laughs> so, what's your number three? Um, my number three is uh, More Perfect, the Radiolab spinoff about the Supreme Court, because I love learning about the Supreme Court. Um, and I don't know why. I just do. And yet, I got that you got that. You're the lawyer who got the question and the quiz thing wrong about where they say Oye. You would know that if you listened to More Perfect because they start it with Oye. Oye, Oye, Oh, goodness. Oh, lawyer. It's great. Humor. And it's, it's like Radio Lab um, level production, so it's awesome in terms of like that. Not that that's required for a good podcast, but um, uh, it's, I don't know, just really interesting. And I geek out about it, so. Oh, there you go. Yeah. My number three, I'm going to keep it political and go with State of the Geek, hosted by friends of the podcast, Joe Hogan and Kelly Hightower. Uh, it is, what I love about it is not only does it give you a brief overview of what's going on politically, um, both in the nerd world and in the uh, United States in general, but they also give you concrete action plans and resources to get involved and do things like that. Um, so, State of the Geek. Awesome. Awesome. My number two. Oh, real quick. And State of the Geek has been doing so well that they actually got hacked by some right-wingers. What? Yeah. So. I guess you, congrats, you made it, guys. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry that happened, though. That sucks. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead with your number two. My number two is Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. That's my number two, too. Um, Katie is one of my best friends. Um, actually, we work together, and that's how we became friends. And uh, I, she told me about the podcast, and I started listening, and I was like, I love these guys. Um, and then I got a chance to actually meet Chelsea, because I was on the podcast. We talked about fan fiction, and I just love, I love hearing them like talk I love their catch-ups and then I love hearing them talk about stuff um yeah they're so great I love you Katie and Chelsea their podcast is quite fun um and even though I am friends with Katie I think I would like their podcast regardless I think so too because it's unique in the sense that there's not a lot of podcast diving into nerd culture from a female perspective. And so I think they were one of the first ones out there. And it's like, yeah, I can listen to Geektitude or um, 
uh, geek to geek podcast or my own podcast or whatever. And like, I get the male perspective. I understand it. I, I live it every freaking day. And so Katie and Chelsea give me different insights into looking at the things I enjoy through a different lens. Nice. Yeah. I, um, one of the other things I love about their podcast is that I always feel like I'm, they, they bring me into the conversation, even though I'm not there. Does that make sense? Like I always, I'm like, oh, but like, I want to add something. And then, and then I, uh, like, you know, to be like, oh, I have thoughts on this. And then it's like, wait, (laughs) I can't actually talk to you guys because you recorded this before. Yes. So instead I just tweet at them. Um, I will be texting Katie while I'm listening and I'll be like, like in their last like holiday movie episode oh that was a good one katie was talking about how she doesn't like the movie a christmas story so i just sent her out of the blue text messages which is like oh my god i hate a christmas story (laughs) and that's how she knows i'm i'm listening to her episodes i guess that was both of our number twos right that's both of our number twos okay so my number one it's one I discovered very recently, and it has very quickly become a favorite of mine. And it's um, the Potterotica podcast, <laughs> which is um, these these friends read erotic Harry Potter fan fiction, and it is so funny. It's amazing. And also, it's Harry Potter, which is amazing, sex, which is amazing, and laughter, which is also amazing. It's three great things together. It's so good. Um and now do they just read it or do they like since there's a bunch of them do they do like the voices no they eat they trade off chapters who reads them um and uh it's i don't know i just like i will be like i made the mistake of listening to it at work last week it's very dead in the office um because like between christmas and new year's and uh like i'm listening and i just was losing my shit I was laughing so hard at my desk and uh oh it was so good I really needed those those laughs so it was uh that's good yeah uh I don't know if I'm gonna be checking that one out okay perfectly honest it's really funny maybe Harry Potter it is Harry Potter there's some really um it's really interesting also to like um I don't know, hear about what people are writing about in that in that realm. So see what people want to ship. Yeah. Alright, so my number one is a completely different route than yours. Mine is called the Film Reroll Podcast, and this is a new to me in twenty seventeen. I think they've been around since late twenty sixteen. But they will take a movie that we all know and love. And then the characters start out in the opening scene. And then any decision that their character has to make, they have to roll. And they have to choose. And so it's like mixing uh, Dungeons and Dragons with your favorite movie. And some of the shit that they get into is they did a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, my God. And one of the guys went so far as to program... A random date and time generator with random uh, 10-digit numbers. So when Bill and Ted say what number they're dialing in the phone booth, it spits out in real time 
a date and time for the for the uh, game master to create a story. Wow. So the game master is phenomenal. Like he's like creating scenarios like off the top of his head. And in the Bill and Ted version, yes, they got Socrates, um, and I think they also got Napoleon. But then they ended up getting Genghis Khan and some, like, Japanese warrior. And then they went into the future and they got, like, a uh, weird android robot that wants to take over the world. (laughs) And it was just amazing. One of their other ones that they did was Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Oh, my God. And, (laughs) like... That one got so went off the rails to the point where the three, the two dogs and the cat ended up fighting and killing a bear. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, that sounds amazing. No, it is. It's really good. And they do such a great job. Uh one of the one of the better ones they did was right after David Bowie died. They did a labyrinth. Oh. Where it was just the game master and one player um, doing Labyrinth. Nice. And so it was really great, really awesome. Um, I, they're so good. The only downside to the film reroll is because they put in so much time and effort, it's usually a monthly or bi-monthly podcast. Which is also nice because you can catch up. They only have, like, maybe 30 or 40 episodes out right now. Um, and you can catch up with them. Uh, and it it's not, like, one of those that clogs your... Your... Uh, brain? Not brain, like, cash. Like, your, oh, okay. your, pod, your pod aggregator. Oh, okay. Wherever yeah. you get your podcast, it doesn't occupy too much time like it's like whenever i see a new episode come up it's like a treat like i get very excited whereas it's like every tuesday i know the savage love cast comes out every wednesday i know this other podcast comes out every monday i know these podcasts come out so it's like i know when i can expect what i'm gonna listen to and there are some podcasts i'm subscribed to where as soon as i get a new episode i roll my eyes (laughs) and i'm like i really should unsubscribe i have a few like that too yeah but also also, some of those are friend podcasts. Oh. Um, and I don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. So I will download their episode and I will listen. Well, no, I'll download. But then I'll start and then I'll fast forward. I'll be like, all right, next song. <laughs> all right. So I think we're going to, I'm going to do comic books. You're going to do books. Yep. But I think we'll still go back and forth. Okay. Does that work? Yeah. Sounds good. Go ahead. Okay. What's your book? What's your book? Um, okay. So, actually, uh, I have a, I set a goal every, every year to read a certain number of books. And this year I set the goal of 35 books and I hit 35 books yesterday, which was December 30th. So I made it, um, which was exciting. Uh, but I had a, a few I had definitely had a few favorites that were geeky, and um, uh, one of the things I did, let's I'll start with, I kind of, I don't know if this counts, I revisited a old favorite from my ch- childhood, um, and I reread the entire series, which is eight books. Um, 
and it's called The Chronicles of the Chesuli by Jennifer Robertson. Not written in 2017, obviously, but um, uh, it's like a fantasy novel or saga about shape changers. And um, it was just like really fun to revisit that story because I read them all in high school and loved them. And my best friend and I were like, we would be like, oh, we love all these characters. So I got to like read them and then text her and be like, do you remember Duncan? And <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> so that was fun. Is it eight books? How thick are each book? Are we talking like Goblet of Fire or are we talking... Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, they're not short, uh, okay. but they're not, they're not like a hundred pages, but they're, yeah, I guess they're, they're like, I don't know, because I read them in, in, uh, om, omnibus, whatever, um, two, okay, yeah. two books together, and they were like, I'm trying to, how many inches is, like three inches thick? Okay, Four I got you. Thick, so. uh, uh, a Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That's like a size of the Lord of the Rings so, complete collection. So I read four that were that were that size. Okay. So. Impressive. This year you yeah. did that? I read 35 books this year. Almost. That was only eight of them. <laughs> okay, valid point. Oh, because you said four. So I guess that's each one. I had yeah. two. Yes. Okay, I got you. Um... For comics, number five, Spider-Man Deadpool Volume 3, the Itsy Bitsy storyline, was really great because Itsy Bitsy was a new villain. Um, that was really cool. It was a combination of the villain had the powers of both Deadpool and Spider-Man. And she was an arachnid. Like, she was like a, mut- a mutated spider. But... It got really good towards the end because Spider-Man, Peter Parker, starts questioning how to defeat her. And so he goes into this whole killing thing. Like, should I kill her? I need to kill her. And Deadpool is constantly trying to talk him out of killing her. And so it just gets really good as to how they finally defeat Itsy Bitsy. And she was just a very unique villain, and I really enjoyed her. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and that was by Joe Kelly. What's your number four? Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of straying into your territory now, because uh, my number four was I started reading Fables. I read the first three volumes. Um, and I have been enjoying it thus far. Fables is great. I remember teaching it in college you taught i taught a comic book course what that's cool yeah what what department was that for the honors college oh nice nerd nerd (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome um it was a great way to get asu to pay for my comic books for Mm. two semesters Good job. Really good job. <laughs> yep. Um, so if you had a job in 2006, 2007 uh, in Arizona, a portion of your taxes went to buy me comic books. <laughs> it was wonderful. I loved it. Awesome. Yeah. My number four is Shudder by Joe Keating. And I was exposed to this, the first volume of this comic in Reading Rainbows, which everyone knows is the uh, comic book club at the Perky Nerd, every other Wednesday. Our first meeting in 2018 is going to be January 17th. 
Um, super fun. Very much looking excited to that. But Shutter is about a, a woman who's a photographer who uh, essentially you go into her whole family's backstory and her family, portions of her family wanted to take over the world. And the entire, it's only five volumes, which is great. It's five graphic novels. But, uh, like, part of her family is in this Illuminati-type group that controls everything that happens in the world. And it was really cool how they deal with everything. But what's great about it is the art is very unique. But also, there are so many, like, quirky characters. Like, there's um, a cat who's also an alarm clock. And then there's, like, a bounty hunter fox and uh, ghost ninjas. Like, it's completely random. And it's not, like, you, you really have to get into it not needing things explained. Like, you need to be like, okay, there are ghost ninjas. I don't need to know how they were created. Just, just, just with we it. live in a world where there are ghost ninjas. Cool. And that's what you need to do. And it's a phenomenal story, and I love it. That sounds really awesome. Yes. I kind of want to read it now. You should. I have all five volumes you can borrow. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I don't know if you said nice or thanks. I but think you... I said thanks. Okay. I'm pretty sure I said thanks. Um, okay, so my number three is um, a novel called Dragon Teeth by Michael Crichton, uh, who is obviously dead, um, but uh, this was... Uh, like found in his yeah pour one out for Michael Crichton, um, uh, but they I guess they found it's one of his books that he wrote before Jurassic Park and uh, before like Westworld and stuff like that. Um, Interesting. And uh, but it was published in June of this year, so um, it's like um, it's about the Bone Wars. It's like a fictional story about the Bone Wars, which was like when um, like. Uh, I guess, archaeologists and paleontologists of, like, the past were, like, going out west when it was the Wild West and digging up uh, dinosaur bones. Um, so it's kind of like this adventure. Um, a, a guy gets roped into a dare of, like, going to the, like, Wild West, whatever, in um, at, during the summer or something for school, and he ends up, like... I don't know, like, it's just this crazy adventure that I won't dive too much into, but there's, like, um, intrigue and, you know, people getting shot and killed and um, Deadwood, the town, if you've ever heard of yeah. it, that, that makes him, like, he ends up in Deadwood okay. um, and stuff like that, and it's um, all kinds of crazy, and there's dinosaur bones in it, so. Who doesn't like dinosaur bones? I don't, I don't know, um, but uh, someone described it to me as, like, Westworld meets Jurassic Park. So I was kind of hoping it, it was like, um, I haven't, I'd like, I've, I don't know if you've seen the show Westworld. Yes, I have. Um, so like, I was kind of hoping that they were going to like a, a, a Jurassic Park, like, I guess Jurassic Park is Westworld with dinosaurs, but, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know what I was, that's what I was expecting when I read it. And it certainly was not that, but I still really liked it. So well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. What was your number three? Uh, I hate Fairyland. Which, um, if you buy the uncensored version, it's called Fuck Fairyland. Mm. And it's by Scotty Young. 
And it's very, the art is very cartoony. Like you're going to get um, Disney type art where it's just not realistic, very animated, um, bright and colorful. And it's about this little girl, Gertrude, who gets sucked into Fairyland, which is like an Alice in Wonderland type world. And the only way she can get home is if she finds the key. And so she starts out as this sweet, young child, innocent child. And then throughout her experiences in Fairyland, she ends up spending like 33 years looking for this key. So she grows up. No, she's no. She is a 45-year-old in the body of like an 8-year-old. And so she's super, like, angry and bitter, and she curses all the time. But because it's a comic book and it's called I Hate Fairyland, like, anytime she needs to curse, she uses a different word. Like, a lot of times she'll just be like, fluff you. <laughs> oh, it's like um, uh, in The Good Place, the TV show? Yeah. 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 Uh, very much like The Good Place. But she's... <laughs> Gertrude gets super violent... And, like, kills a lot of the creatures. And then a lot of the higher-ups in Fairyland then are like, okay, we need to kill Gertrude. <laughs> um, and it's wonderful. And it ends... Like, it's only three volumes. So you can definitely... Like, it's definitely a short read. But I was upset because they ended... I could see them writing more if they wanted to. But I don't know if they want to. Um, whereas I would love them to, because it's absolutely hysterical. Sounds really good. Yes. All right. Um, my number two is, um, actually a bunch of books or a few books because it's the Red Rising Saga by oh. um, Pierce Brown, which I know you've read too. I've listened to. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's the book it's still, the same thing, so it's yeah. the same thing. But, um, which for those of you who aren't aware, it's a, basically a story set in it with a, like, color-coded society, and the main character is in the lowest group, which is the Reds, and he, um, uh, kind of goes incognito and becomes part of the highest group in society, which is, um, the Golds, the Golds. and, um... It was originally a trilogy. I'm pretty sure it was a trilogy when I first started reading them. But uh, book four comes out in, like, three weeks. So yeah. um, none of these books came out in 2017, but I read them all in 2017. So Still counts. Yeah. Still counts, according to our list. This is my podcast, my rules. <laughs> and I actually really like The Red Rising, the, the two books that I've read thus far. I think they've been... They were pretty fun, so... I will, I will say, um, the next book in my audiobook, uh, we'll get to that at the end. We'll get to that at the end. Uh, my number two is Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn can do no wrong. He is amazing. Paper Girls is about four girls in a, I've talked about it on the podcast before, uh, in a sci-fi universe, there's time travel, there's aliens. Um, one of the girls runs into herself and she's like in the future and she's like, like 30 years in the future. So she's like, she's solidly an adult. 
and her teenage self runs into her and her teenage self is really disappointed at what she's become. Oh. And it was like, it's very much like that, uh, the question that person asked me at that party, what was your childhood dream and when did it die? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what I love, if, if people haven't picked up on this in the, since the, I've been putting out podcasts, um, I love getting different viewpoints. And this book is like, it's, it's very much like Stranger Things meets Goonies centered around girls, like pre-adolescent tween girls. And how they react to things is completely different than anything I've seen in comic books growing up. Uh, and it's great and I love it. And they're, their, their dynamics are very interesting. Like, and there were four girls on a paper route. That's how they all met. And one in, in, I don't know if it was this volume or the previous volume. One of the girls, they're in this prehistoric time, but it's like, is it prehistoric or is it future post-apocalyptic? You really don't know. Um, but there's nothing around. And one of the girls gets her first period and it's like not only do they have to figure out time travel and how to get back but then they've got to deal with this other emotional and physical thing that's going on and i'm like well i have no fucking idea how i'd react in that situation <laughs> so so you guys tell me <laughs> sounds really awesome no but... um it's it is phenomenal and there's they're really quick, easy books to read, but there's just a lot you can think about and discuss. Nice. Yeah. What's your number one? Um, my number one is War Cross by Marie Lu, which came out in September of this year. Um, and I think the easiest way to describe this is uh, Ready Player One, but better with a female protagonist uh, who is Asian. Um and I discovered this book because my best friend, who is Korean, uh, she was like, she found the book and she was like, I'm reading about someone like me, um, which is some, I'm white. So, uh, you know, m most of the things I read, like have white people in them or see on TV, you know, stuff like that. Um, and so it was um, really nice to see her like have that reaction to a book. And so I, you know, was like, well, I have to read it. And I actually really liked it. Um, and I had some problems with Ready Player One, but this, um, I kind of like, I don't know, it was kind of like, okay, this is my version of, of Ready, Ready Player, Player One, One because having the female protagonist and like, you don't have the eighties barfed all over the story and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I like the in Ready Player One. There's all these people just trying to outdo each other with their knowledge, and it wasn't really about that in Warcross at all. Um, it's similar in that you know there's this like worldwide gaming system that people like log on to, and it's a big part of everyone's life and stuff like that. But um, the stories diverge from there, um, and uh, also I appreciate that the main character has rainbow hair, and as someone who has dyed my hair many colors, I thought that was fun but um <laughs> you know just a random um 
uh, random little tidbit. Anyways, it was also really, like, really quick, easy, fun read that I got super into and didn't want to put down, which I always appreciate about books. So, um, yeah, I highly recommend it to people. And uh, I, th I think it's on my queue. Like I put it on my my library queue for nice. for Overdrive once you mentioned it. Well, I hope you like it. I hope so too, because if I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to take uh, take your recommendations anymore. Well, maybe we just have different taste. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> okay, what was your number one? Um, my number one is... Oh, gosh. It is a two-graphic novel arc. Uh, the Vision by Tom King. Little worse than a man. Little better than a beast. And it is so phenomenal. If It was my first exposure to vision in comic books the vision do you know who the vision yes yeah. okay and so a uh, little bit of background the vision was married to wanda the scarlet witch um, they end up breaking up and the vision all he wants to do is be human and be a part of society so he builds himself a family and they move to the suburbs and Chaos ensues. Now, what I loved about... We also did this book for the Reading Rainbows. And what I loved about this book is we were constantly talking about... We were asking ourselves questions about what does it mean to be human. Um, and the book is so incredible because it does. Like, the vision is a computer. And he's programming... Essentially, at the end of the day, he is programming his family. So it's, do they have free will? Are they human? Can the vision ever really be human? Um, and even if you program something to love you, does it actually love you? You know, like, um, and it, it was just such an amazing read and we had such a great conversation because you get into these things where one of the things was um, he creates teenagers. And so it's like, how do they grow up? You know, do you have to upgrade, you know, like, do you have to age their bodies every year? Do you have to, like, switch out their CPUs into older bodies every year? And then it was also a... I can't remember what we actually said, but it was like the teenagers were constantly trying to fit in, but they weren't programmed that way, so they were having a hard time fitting in. But isn't that kind of what the high school experience is like for all of, you know, so weren't they actually, in fact, having their high school experience? So it was just, it's, it, yeah, it's great. I actually am going to give it to a buddy of mine who teaches philosophy courses and be like, hey, if you ever need some new material to cover, like, read this. See if you can teach something awesome about it. Nice. Yeah. Yes. That sounds really good. I want, I pretty much now I'm like, well, I got some comics to read. You do have some comics to read. And I have all the comics you need to read. So okay. there you go. And by the way, for a lot of these, um, I don't know about 
I don't know about I I don't know about Paper Girls and Spider-Man Deadpool and The Vision, but I'm pretty sure Shudder and I Hate Fairyland you can pick up um, on Hoopla for free if anyone still uses Hoopla. Or better yet, pick them up at your local comic shop for a little bit of money. Ain't no thing. So my next question to you is what are you looking forward to reading and or listening to in 2018? Oh, wow. Um, well, I guess um, the next Warcross book. Oh. The next uh, Red Rising Saga book. I don't even know what, like, I don't know what's coming out. I tend to, like, find my books through, like, friends or my book club. Will, someone will find something. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, open to everything. Uh, and just, like, what, I don't know. Sometimes it's what's available on the on the library app online. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm with you there. I will say I'm looking forward to uh, the new saga, the new edition of, or the new volume of saga just came out. I'm very much looking forward to picking that up and reading it. Um, What else is coming out in Q1 2018? Um, The next Scooby Apocalypse, which is amazing. I love Scooby Apocalypse. Um, I will say the next things I'm looking forward to reading are, or at least listening to, is Warcross. But also, I picked up um, Hacks by Donna Brazile, Brazil, um, which is essentially the inside story about what all happened with, like, the Democratic National Convention what? Hacks that and sounds... all that other stuff. Um, it sounds great, and I currently have it checked out. But I don't want to read it because it's also super depressing. Like, it's just going to be a constant reminder of the bullshit that happened in the election. I'm going to, I'm going to add that to my, uh, library queue. Yeah. Uh, but the other things, um, I do have Warcross on my list and I also have the new Stephen King Sleeping Beauties that I heard was really good. And then, what are some of the other comic books that I just picked up? Oh, I have Little Fires Everywhere sitting on my beds, uh, bedside table waiting to be read, which is uh, apparently really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard great things from a lot of people about it, so that's one of my, but yeah, I don't know. Um, and, oh, um, Sapiens. I really want to read Sapiens, which uh, is a nonfiction book about... Um, humans, I think. Uh, that is a living sapiens. Yeah. Um, I just heard good things about it. So Excellent. It's the kind of book that I would love to listen to. So I dig it. Um, what else? Yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle of Encyclopedia, or no, not Encyclopedia, uh, Education of a Bodybuilder by Schwarzenegger. Love him. And then pretty much whatever the Rainbows is reading. I've also been contemplating whether or not to record the Rainbows conversations and put them up. So if you have an opinion on that, uh, tweet at me, Facebook me, some things like that. Morgan, in the interest of wrapping up, do you have any closing thoughts and or shout outs? Um, uh, this has been fun. That's a, that's a 
closing thought. Um, I'm happy to see 2017 end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm ready, I'm ready for 2018. Um, and looking forward to all of the adventures it will bring. Um, and shout out to Katie specifically for uh, introducing me to Kenny. I know. It's quite wonderful. Yeah. Props to Katie. All right. My shout outs. Um, oh, man. I am also ready for 2017 to be over. Thank goodness it only has five more hours for us. Yeah. Hawaii has eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, that's it. It should be it. Woo. <laughs> um, definitely a big shout out to Katie. Um, she also gave me a very nice shout out on her Facebook in her 2017 closing thoughts. Um, I was the only one who got a personalized shout out. Yeah. What, what? Uh, I gotta say, uh, I put some stuff on social media um, last week, Thursday and Friday of last week. Uh, very personal stuff. And the outpouring of love and support was absolutely incredible uh so many people uh so many people reached out to me that i hadn't spoken to in in years um my friend reed uh friend sarah actually a few sarahs reached out to me um which was which was just wonderful like such great amazing people and to everyone if you're listening who gave me a reaction on the post or left a comment, um, sent me a text, called me, sent me a Facebook message. Um, it's taken me a while to respond to each individual one, but I appreciate it. I love it. It's absolutely incredible. And never, ever, ever discount the impact you can have on another human being. Um, a lot of people said how much my post helped them. Um, and a couple people actually reached out to me and said how my posts throughout the years had helped them. So don't ever underestimate your power. Um, we all have the ability to affect somebody's day. Uh, if you can affect somebody's day, do it in a positive way, uh, and never underestimate that power. And I think I think that's where we're gonna we're gonna leave it. You'll be back next week, and we're gonna be talking about uh, twenty seventeen fitness things. Yep, that should be fun. And yeah, seriously, we're just gonna we're just gonna say this three weeks of podcast has been the Morgan hat trick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, everybody have a gr- happy and safe New Year, and work out, nerd out. Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes as well as a rating. We would definitely appreciate it. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media at Dumbbells Dragon. That includes Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. Until next time, work out, nerd out.